Hey, Progressive Radio Network listeners. This is the actual Jackie Marie Buyer live on the mic Monday, September 21st. It's International Peace Day, so I hope you do something peaceful or celebrate the United Nations or something to bring peace to our world today. Um, so sorry to hear about Ruth Bader Ginsburg. Um... And what I wanted to say was, I put a short bonus episode on the Organic Gardener podcast the other day, but um, it didn't fit with the Progressive Radio Network, so I just wanted to give you, it was my September 12th update, I was talking about things that are growing in our garden, um, we've pretty much harvested all the broccoli, we got our first freeze September 8th, so um, just over a week ago, and our tomato plants froze but even though I covered them, but it got down to like 28 or 26 or something crazy. Um, I had wrapped them in row cover, which if you go to the website and listen to Lisa Ziegler's, I think it's her second episode she did with me. Um, you can learn about what, or the show notes are there, I'm sure. You can click on it and it tells you. What I love about her is she explained to me exactly what row cover we wanted to buy. Um, you know, the weight, the all those kind of things. And so we put those around the tomatoes, the plants froze, but the tomatoes are still turning ripe and red. The plants are still like, they desperately need water because I'm getting that, um, what's it called? Root rot, tomato root rot, where like the bottom of the tomato turns brown. And like the things that I've researched, everything says, if you get that tomato root rot, it's either a lack of calcium or water. And for me, it's definitely inconsistent watering. Like I sh I think part of it is we got this really good black dirt that Mike put in um, two of the tomato plants, the ones with my Melissa Norris, um, what are those called? It's the San Marzano paste tomatoes that I got to grow, make salsa with um, are in like the black cloth bags and they're full of dirt and just the dirt is so dark. I always think that they're wet, but apparently they're not. But what was amazing to me is like, as long as I keep watering them and really watering them really well, that root rot seems to go away. And it, like, it only shows up like the green tomatoes looked fine. And then as soon as they start to turn red, it seems to be one that shows up, but I've pretty much gotten rid of most of it. Um, but then I thought, well, because the plants froze, I didn't need to water them, but I did need to water them. So it came back and now I've kind of gotten it to go away again. And it amazes me that um, even though it's getting pretty cold at night, the tomatoes, even though there's like no foliage on them, there's no leaves left, those all froze, the plants still seem to be growing and the tomatoes are definitely turning red. Like I thought we were going to get up and the tomatoes were going to have frozen solid and then just turn to mush, but they're not, they're turning red and they're doing great. So super excited about that. Um, Mike had harvested all the green beans before they, um, froze cause they all, and the nice thing is like, now that we're not watering the mini farm anymore, we have water for our lawn because we're still like, it's like walking in the woods. It's like being in a tinderbox. Like it is so dry here in Montana. We really haven't had any rain. We have been in deep smoke up until yesterday. Finally, I took my dogs for a walk. Like it's been so smoky here from the fires in California. Um, but anyway, since we're not really watering the mini farm and Mike has been harvesting potatoes, like you would not believe like six, five gallon buckets full of potatoes. And I think that was only like a third of the crop or a half of the crop. Like there's still tons of potatoes. We've been giving them away to people. I'm even thinking about going to the farmer's market on Wednesday to sell them. Except for yesterday, I went to town and saw this huge women for Trump display that about made me sick. And I don't know if I can ever go to Eureka again. So I don't know what to do about that. But anyway, 
off topic there. Um, but the potatoes are doing great. Um, so he's just been harvesting them like crazy. Carrots, last night he made carrots and potatoes, and the carrot was as big as the potato, practically. It was like this silver dollar coin. It was so yummy. Um, what else is still growing? My kale, my Swiss chard are doing great. Um, leaves are getting bigger. Um, my buckwheat is still growing, which I was really surprised about. I didn't think buckwheat would make it after the freeze. Now, there was one plot of buckwheat that I had planted that was pretty tall in one spot that all died on the freeze, but I have two other, like one, like itty bitty baby sprouts, they're growing. Um, and then I have another buckwheat bed over, like it's kind of like in a shelter place by the apple tree that's still alive. Um, and then what was I going to say? And then I finally covered the bed where um, I had put cardboard down like the day after Patty Armbruster came, like Jan July 2nd, I think she was here, or like sometime at the end of June. I can't even remember. But the beginning of the summer, I like put this cardboard down to kill the grass to make a new bed. And I finally filled it with dirt and I planted lettuce and cilantro and arugula there um and put like lots of dill and calendula seeds to try to get some herbs to go there and um something sprouted sprouted yesterday anyway I only have a few minutes to talk so cannot thank you enough um progressive radio network listeners for listening to my show and if you have any questions I'd love if you reached out to us oh this was the other thing I do want to mention there are two awesome new podcasts that I've been loving that I promoted in that bonus episode the other day one is Jesse Frost's No-Till Market Gardener and you do not have to be a market gardener to gain from this like he had this awesome episode about um with Julie Love who from the Lisa Ziegler she's going to be giving an online class down there but he was talking to her about Living Pathways. Must listen to his podcast. And the other one is called Gardenary by Nicole Burke. And she is just extraordinary. She's got great, just everything that comes out of her mouth. I love. So sorry, I gotta go or I would keep talking, but thank you so much, Progressive Radio Network listeners. Oh, and this was the last thing. I made phone calls for my Democratic person. You know, even though it's hard, I'm much more of a Bernie. I love AOC. Like, those are my people. Um, we cannot afford, and it's so easy to make phone calls. They give you the script. If you do get a Republican on the line, um, you just say, thank you and have a great day and hang up and move on. There's no arguing, but they give you a great script if you get undecided. So I think I made 60 phone calls or 50 phone calls in two hours. I think I talked to three Republicans, three undecideds and three Democrats, or maybe five Republicans, three, three, I don't know. I'm going to keep better track, but I encourage you to make calls. You can make calls for people in Montana. You can make calls for people in Wisconsin. We've got to take the Senate. We've got to take, and Montanans are going to have their ballots in two weeks. It is time. I implore you. If you've never made phone calls before, it's the biggest thing you can do to help. It's super easy. Um, and most of all, if you're a millennial, get out there and vote. We can do this. Have a great day.